Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. All right, everybody. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Um, I am back. It's been quite a hiatus for the last little while. Um, First, it was Christmas time. Then we got, like, what, two or three weeks of brutally cold weather. Um, My van doesn't even work properly in that cold weather. It was, on average, like, minus 40, minus 50. Like, we did make it through, thank goodness. Um, And we are here. We're alive so far. Um, It is Wednesday... January 29th, we're almost at the end of the the first month of the new year, so this is going to be interesting, we've got a whole month of winter coming up, and then we should be well on our way into spring and it'll be great. Um, going over a few things regarding the coronavirus tonight, um, there's been a lot of information in the news, um, there's been a lot of misinformation being spread, so I'm going to do my best um, to let you guys know what has been going on as, as as per the things that I've been sharing on my Facebook wall this last little while. Um, so we're just finishing pulling up a few things. A lot of these are uh, new updates. A lot of them are older updates. Um, there's a lot of information everywhere. Some of it is not consistent. Some of it is consistent. So it's, it's hard to tell uh, what's going on from one moment to the next, uh, but in a nutshell, we know something's going on over there that they're not saying and they're not willing to say in full. Um, it's been quite an interesting ride this last little while uh, regarding what's going on. So I'm sure you all have heard so far uh, what's been going on um, regarding the start of the coronavirus. So essentially, in a nutshell, TLDR, um, China has their big New Year celebration. Everybody flies over there. It's a giant thing. You go to celebrate with your family. You go to celebrate with this. You go to celebrate with that. Um, you know, like, it's it's great. It's a happy, fun time, you know, ringing in the New Year, having a great time. Um, what is crazy, though, and what's interesting to note is that the coronavirus patent, I'm going to see if I can find it in my notes here, uh, ran out the day before this thing started uh, with an outbreak. There we go, U.S. patent, just the patents, U.S. patent. Uh, Coronavirus, uh, this is from the Pyrebright Institute, and I will be putting all the links for everything that I read today in the link uh, the description down below. Hopefully it'll fit them all because there's a lot coming. Um, so yeah, they have a they have a patent for this virus that they've got going on. Um, but this thing does say that it's non-structural proteins, NSP 10, 14, 15, 9, 16, and the one that they have right now is 19. But I mean, they've got coronaviruses patented. They, these these are made in a lab. These are ready to go in a lab. Um, 
He's our made to go in the lab, and uh, it's interesting to note um, before all this stuff really took off that there was even, you know, Simpsons predictions. There's a post going around Facebook right now, actually, on the Simpsons prediction of uh, this virus coming over from China. Now, they say that the coronavirus you can catch from animals, um, you know, eating animals. The WHO has put out a an infographic saying how you can spread or stop the spread of the disease, like make sure you cook your eggs and your meat really well, don't have unprotected sex with animals. And, yes, they, they did share a thing, an infographic that says don't have unprotected sex with animals. Um, here we go. Oh, I've got a lot of things I'm trying to sift through here. Um so yeah, that happened. This is a patented virus that got released, and it's been slowly picking up. Um, I'm going to see if I can grab really quick the dates and numbers released. Uh, coronavirus. There we go. Statistica.com. Um, so, so, and these are just the official confirmed cases. These are just the ones that they're claiming are official. There have been reports that there have been a whole lot more of things going on that the Chinese government is not seeing. So back on the 20th, uh, there's 274, 278 cases, and this is from Statista, Statista, sorry, Statista.com. Um, 278 cases, then we have 326, 547, 639, uh, 916, then we had 2,000, 2, um, this thing has been really taking off, uh, and there's even some prediction charts on how it's going to be taking off, and the scary thing is, is it's pretty accurate. It's just a little bit ahead of the alleged prediction chart on how this is going to go, and it's just going to keep going up and up and up from there. Um, coronavirus, this one is similar to MERS and SARS. Uh, MERS went out, and it was like, I think it, like, infected like 2,000 people, SARS infected like 8,000, and now we are almost at SARS levels. By tomorrow, we will be over. Um, there have been reports coming from China, unfortunately, that there are upwards of 100,000 people actually confirmed coming in with, you know, coughing, uh, fever, uh, pneumonia, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there have been cases of people being turned away quite a few people being turned away. Um, the hospitals over there are splitting at the seams. There's been videos on YouTube. Um, if you like, um, They were easier to find a couple days ago as compared to now because social media giants like YouTube and um, Facebook, Twitter, Google, they've already put on an article now admitting that they're going to be censoring the misinformation. Um, it's on USA USA Today. Here we go. 
coronavirus outbreak, Facebook, Google, YouTube, and Twitter scramble to contain misinformation. So they're changing the algorithms. They're trying to find uh, everything that people are saying to combat the alleged misinformation to control the fear um, of what's going on when really people aren't so much scared of the virus itself. Everybody, I've seen so many people on Facebook this last little while, on my own timeline, on Facebook groups, public news sources, etc., etc. People are not scared of the virus itself. People are scared because they're not reporting accurate information. Now, we've had um, the governments uh, across the globe thanking China's government for being transparent. I don't think that's the case because... Um, there have been reports from people who are in China, um, you know, on Reddit, on Tumblr, Instagram, TikTok, people who are over there right now, Snapchat, et cetera, et cetera, people saying that confirmed cases are, like, way past the numbers that they're they're giving out here. Um, like, 100,000 100, people confirmed kind of thing. Like, I mean, they were saying, like, 100,000 suspected cases like, you know, like a week ago, and now it is way past that. Like, this thing is so insanely contagious because it's not just coughing and sneezing that you can get it from. It's from, like, eye mucus as well. So you rub your eye, you touch a surface, and it's going to be there. And I know people are saying, oh, it only lasts, like, a couple minutes. But, like, let's be real here. I mean, if this thing is similar to a flu, essentially what it is, it's a really bad flu. If this thing is similar to a flu, it can last up on surfaces that are, you know, unwiped, unclean for a few hours. I mean, they're already having, what is it, yesterday or the day before, they had Germany and Japan's first human-to-human -human case. Um, in Germany, there was a, I believe, I'm going to see if I can find it here. There was a man who was at a meeting, and it was the lady was, I think she was from Wuhan, or that she had come in contact from somebody who was from Wuhan. Anyway, he caught it from her. Um, so that was human to human. And then Japan, Japan as well, um, it was either a passenger or the bus driver. There's different reports coming out. I haven't seen a consistent one yet. But anyway, somebody who was on the bus who wasn't actually in Wuhan per se, they didn't actually really go in. They were just on the route, uh, caught it. Um, bu -bu 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 Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, this thing is spreading really hard, really fast. People are not believing what's going on. The really sad thing, I mean, this is communist China. You already know that if you're speaking out, you're going to be getting some pretty big trouble for speaking out um, against their, their government there. There was a video uploaded to YouTube a couple days ago of a Chinese man talking about the government and how the government was hiding this information. Um, they were, he was criticizing his government. It was really interesting to note that the government knew this was going on. Okay, this was his biggest man. This was this man's biggest complaint: is the government knew this was going on because everybody over here thinks, well, if this is so contagious and if it's so this and so that, why didn't the Chinese people take proper precautions? The answer is the government didn't even tell the people to take proper precautions. They didn't even know what was going on. The people who lived there didn't even know what was going on. And he said until January 23rd, January 24th. And, like, keep in mind, this thing has been, it, it happened in December. It was released in December. 
And it's been spreading ever since. January 23rd, he indicates in the video that finally they started putting up posters telling people to wear masks, telling people to wash your hands, blah, 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 because this is the thing. Okay. Why was the government so complacent when it comes to letting people know that there's a disease that's spreading like wildfire in their city? That makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense at all. So they didn't even know what was going on, and the biggest, scariest thing is, like, there was no real information actually being shared. Okay. So that was going on, and meanwhile, they contained uh, Wuhan... Uh, they shut down the city a couple days ago. Uh, they just they finished shutting down the borders. They're shutting down all the cities. They shut down Tibet, I think, like two or three days ago, too, so that they could stop the spread of coronavirus, and I believe it was yesterday. Like, this is all happening in a week, so forgive my time frames. Um, I've got, like, 30 articles popped up right now, and I've just been researching, like, absolute insane. So they're building a hospital right now. Two days ago, they reported they're building a hospital. Um, two hospitals, not just one. They're building two. Uh, South China Morning Post, uh, where you can generally get a lot of the information straight from China there. This is a YouTube video. Um, they're building two hospitals within 10 days with 1,000 patient uh, rooms for isolation for the coronavirus. So, I mean... This is pretty big, and the Chinese government are not saying how big it actually is. They're lying about it. They're truly lying about it. Because if you really sit down and you think about it, okay, if they've only had, what, 5,000 confirmed cases yesterday, 7,000 confirmed cases today, there's 11 million people in Wuhan City alone, okay? The whole country has 1.2 billion people in it. That's a lot of people. And, yes, they're in, like, you know, a lot more denser urban areas and stuff. I mean, 11 million people in one city, that's pretty freaking huge if you ask me now if it's only 5,000 cases you know I'm going to google how many hospitals Wuhan even has uh, how many hospitals are in Wuhan here we go mm -hmm. uh, geez, there's a whole bunch of them a whole bunch of them I had like a screen time thing right now going on because that would be better. Like, I mean, I'm seeing three right here right now on Google Maps. I just typed in like how many hospitals are in Wuhan, and I'm seeing three right here. What? Well, four, five. Um, here we go. Six, seven, eight. Function. Oh my goodness, one, two, wow, there's a lot. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, there's a lot of freaking hospitals. You guys get the picture. You get the picture. The whole city, just in the one section alone, just in, um, this is just above Hanzang Regional District, just, just, just north of it. I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten hospitals alone. Or physical examination sessions. Okay, we're just going to count absolute hospitals. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just just in the one area, there's seven hospitals. Seven hospitals in one area, and that's just that's just the one district. That's not even all these other districts. Um, 
so you kind of get the picture. 11 million people, like, all these hospitals. Um, and they're going to be building two extra hospitals with a 1,000 patient isolation centers. I mean, that's a little odd. That's a little odd that they're going to sit here and say that there's only 5,000 cases and there's how many hospitals and they're going to build two extra ones. Something's up. Something's up and they're not saying about it. Anyway, um, there's been reports on Twitter, Reddit. You can go over to Reddit, uh, Discord, oh, oh, my goodness, Instagram. I've been seeing people on Snapchat updating. Uh, last I heard the update, that they think that there's 100,000 confirmed cases. Um, I'm seeing people say that there's 50,000 dead. I'm not sure uh, how accurate the dead uh, number is, but, I mean, it's always it's always a possibility at that point. I mean, if you really think about it, if there was 50,000 people who are dead right now and 100,000-plus who are currently infected, um, I mean, there would be global panic. There would be global panic over the, the destruction that this thing could possibly cause. Um, where am I going here? Okay, so yeah, um, there was also two nurses that have shared videos. Um, the videos are really hard to find just because the government has um, already, they're arresting people and alleging that they're sharing misinformation. Okay, so the guy who shared, the guy that I was just talking about who shared that said that the government was complacent up until January 23rd, um, he was actually arrested within 24 hours. There was Instagram shots of him being arrested, handed, uh, hauled out in handcuffs. There was two nurses that shared videos um, the one coronavirus whistleblower nurse, she was, well, nurse, uh, pharmacist, I'm not sure if she was a nurse or a pharmacist, either way, she was medical personnel. She was sharing video um, saying that there was 90,000 people infected, and the best way to protect yourself is to get gloves, get masks, stay at home, don't go eat out, don't go into public places, don't visit, stay at home. Apparently she was arrested too. There was another video going on on the internet. Um, it's a little bit of a graphic video, so if you don't, you know, if you've got a little bit of a queasy stomach, I wouldn't watch it. But it is still out there just to let you know. Um, this nurse is walking down this hallway. Um, she's walking down the hallway, and there's bodies with sheets just laying there on the hallway floor. And then there's one in the gurney or whatever the heck you call the, where you roll people out on. There was one in there too. And you can see in the hospital, it is just lined with people, lined with people, with masks who are all coughing. Like it's just the amount of coughing that's going on. It just, it sounds like, you know, like, like, a, like when you have like a swarm of mosquitoes and you hear that and it's just like, holy smokes, like a whole bunch of people talking is just coughing, just coughing. Like, holy smokes. It is so bad. Absolutely bad. There are videos on YouTube um, that are being shared of these nurses and these doctors having mental breakdowns because they're not allowed to stop working because if they stop working, they're seen as traitors and they could allegedly be arrested. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's quite insane. Um, there was one video of a doctor um, who was it appears he's giving like I, this is just based on the translation that I that was uh, given with the video. It appears he's giving uh, some authorities hell because they do not have the supplies they require to de deal with this kind of an outbreak. Um, what's really interesting to note is that um, there was a video of a lady on Twitter. Uh, 
she's saying that CDC uh, was offering help, supplies, blah, 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 to China, um, but China was saying that they were under control. Um, there was a news story that was also um, saying that they're going to start opening up and allow people to come into international help listed here, NY Times. Um, up until that point, uh, they were saying that they had it all under control, they didn't need no help, they had all the supplies they need, and they were telling the people in China that if you are displaying symptoms or you need help or blah, 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 go to the hospital. The government was offering a guarantee. In fact, one of these videos, um, there was a man screaming his head off at a couple of the nurses at the station who were in full, excuse me, full uh hazmat suits with masks, gloves, etc. He's losing it because allegedly his aunt is dying and he, they're not able to, he's not able to get help because these hospitals are so full that they're turning patients away. Sorry, excuse me. Patients who are coughing up blood, who have bad, you know, like pneumonia, like it's, it's just really not good and they have no choice but to turn these people away because they are so full to the brim as is. So this man is sitting there screaming at this poor nurse um, that he requires help and that the government um, promised that if you went and got help that you would get it. And these, these, these medical personnel, and honestly, I'm going to sit here and say that they are nothing short of heroes. Nothing short. Like, not all heroes wear capes. These ones are wearing hazmat suits. Like, I can't even begin to imagine what it's like to be a nurse, a doctor, Somebody working at a hospital right now, right now in Wuhan, China, like you people, I, I, if any of you people ever listen to this podcast ever in your life, you people are incredible and do not let anybody on this planet tell you any different. Like you, you, you are absolutely amazing. Like I just, the things you guys are going through right now and the things you're trying to do just to save your own people, despite a government not giving you what you need and spreading misinformation and hiding and just I can't even begin to imagine like Chinese people are people too we're all human um and it's really been upsetting seeing some of the posts on my Facebook on in Facebook groups underneath news stories on Twitter like unreal like how cruel people have been towards the Chinese people because, you know, the things they've done to animals or whatever, yada, yada. Like, I'm not going to sit here and excuse everybody's behavior. Absolutely not. I mean, we have good people on every corner of the planet. We also have not so great people in every corner of the planet. Um, but, like, it's just, this, this, this is not fair. This is not fair for these people to have to go through this and uh, not get the help they need, not get the treatment they need. And actually, right now, they've already admitted that they don't have the treatment. Uh, they don't have any treatment, really. Um, they've got no, officially no treatment. I'm going to pull up a, do, 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 an article right here, right now, from Fox Business. Here we go. <clears throat> So officially, there is, I'm going to go over some treatments that you can pick up for yourself, for herbal, homeopathic remedies. Like, this isn't just going to be a scare your pants off kind of podcast. Um, I am going to share a in a little bit some treatments and things that you can do at home uh prevent what's going on. If, like, I, I don't, I'm just going to say, like, right now that I don't, 
I don't think it's going to spread very much in North America. I don't think it's going to be, if it does spread, it's not going to be like, like China um, or anything like that. I think places like India and Africa are way more at risk where they don't have access to medical facilities and they have urban centers where people are packed in like rats. Um, I mean, places like California and stuff, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little more worried for if that kind of thing happens there simply because the homeless population and stuff that's going on and because they don't have um, an official treatment right now. Uh, coronavirus treatment weeks away, drug maker says. Fox News, this is on Fox Business. Um, well, health officials work to contain the rapidly spreading coronavirus. One drug developer claims it is very close to have a workable treatment in hand. Uh, Nanovericides President Anil Dewan told Fox Business, Stuart Varney, I'm just butchering these names right now, so I apologize, that it is between four to six weeks away from having a candidate. He also said that it's known GMP manufacturing capabilities, which can supply thousands of patients that will take additional four weeks to produce. Uh, China's confirmed, and this article was from yesterday, I believe. Like, yeah, one day ago. Okay, there we go. Um, China has confirmed more than 4,500 cases of a new virus with 106 deaths. Those numbers have both gone up. Um, I just shared a picture not too long ago. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Do, do, do. The current official stats. The current official stats. Um, I just got to whip over to my profile real quick. Uh, probably should have sat down and typed this all out in a PDF or something to read so this isn't so crazy all over the place, but it's just there's been so much information. I have not, I'm not going to lie, you guys, like, I'm not usually one anymore to stay glued to my computer. Like, yeah, I spend a couple hours a day uh, talking to people. I spend a couple hours a day, like, Facebooking and TikToking, and, you know, I don't even use Twitter. Like, I have a Twitter, but I don't even use the thing. Um, I don't even use my Tumblr. Like, I pop in a Reddit here or there. I pop in a Steam it here or there. Like, it's it, it's not so much, like, I'm not crazy about the internet and research. And so, well, I research all the time, but it's usually out of books and things now because um, having a family at home, I spend a lot more time off the computer and computer and computer. Oh my goodness, and in the real world, uh, so to speak. Um, so this past 48 hours, 72 hours, I have been glued, looking for updates, looking for information, all of this other stuff. Okay, uh, B&O Newsroom, you can find them on Twitter. There's B&O News and there's B&O Newsroom. Um, there's a man on Twitter. Uh, his name is Luckner, Steve Luckner. You can find him. He does live updates, breaking news updates every evening. Um, for a few hours, and he uses a lot of verified sources, uh, agenda-free TV. So before you laugh, if you actually check out his stuff, he actually uses a lot of verified sources. He does. He's not just some guy uh, throwing random bits and bots out there. Like he, he's, he likes to stick to the facts. Because of the possibility of information out there that may be misrepresented or the misinformation coming out, he likes to stick to the facts. Um, coronavirus update. This was done at 4.36 p.m. Uh, today. 7,186 confirmed cases worldwide. Obviously, the majority of these are happening in China. <clears throat> 169 fatalities so far. 1,220 in serious or critical condition. Around 100 treated and released. 
I mean, treated. There is no treatment. But the only thing they can really do for you right now, because they don't actually have an official treatment, because this is a new virus, as compared to something like SARS and MERS, like they can use similar treatments, but it's not it's not going to be as effective. Really, the only thing they can do is give you oxygen um, or give you fluids or something if you require, but like anything else outside of that, pharmaceutical-wise, they don't have much. There are herbal things or homeopathic things or other things out there, a lot of which people don't know about or have access to. So I'm just talking about pharmaceutical treatment in general here. Uh, majority of cases in China, 17 countries reporting cases. We have got, and I think I just saw last night, Finland reported their first case. We now have Sudan reporting two suspected cases. And um, I'm not going to lie, I have not been freaking out about this at all. At all. I mean, it's been like, oh, like I, I wouldn't want to catch it, but like... If I caught it, it'd be like, okay, like we can handle this. It's not a big deal. Until I found out that Sudan has uh, cases going on there. And I really hope they had this stuff together because, um, oh, where is the article here? Zambia. Zambia has its first case. Um, I'll pull it up here. Uh, Dailymail.co.uk. Oh, burp, burp again, sorry. Um, pulling this up here. Uh, here's the other article, this one. Here we go. Did I copy and paste it twice? Guys, did I copy and paste it twice? I copied it and pasted it twice. Anyway, there was a different article that I had shared. It was a mainstream article. But basically what they were seeing is that if this gets out in Africa, they're going to have a very hard time. I'll find that article and I'll post it in the uh, comments uh, after. But um, they're going to have a very hard time containing this thing um, if it breaks out to put it quite nicely. And when I say hard, very hard time, like it, it's just going to take off. It's just going to take off. At that point, there is no stopping it. Um, it is bad enough that, you know, China has it and stuff, but like suddenly if Africa has that, like it, it's going to not be great. And they were willing to shut down China over this. Like there's no flights going in or out right now um, except for evacuated cases, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, did my computer lock up again? Oh, please don't tell me it did. This computer has been acting very strange since about 4 o'clock this afternoon. It's been locking up on me like crazy. It won't let me watch things. Whoever's hacking my computer, you're a jerk. I'm just saying. I'm trying to report the news here. There we go, finally. whatever. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, we're all doomed, we're all, like, you know, everybody better be crapping their pants, blah, blah, blah. That's not what I'm trying to say. Um, going forward with this podcast, et cetera, et cetera, um, I don't want people freaking out. I don't want people losing their marbles that we're all going to die. Um, statistically speaking, um, uh, like, they're, they're like, 
some news outlets are reporting that it's like a 4% death rate as compared to the numbers that are actually happening. Like, you know, the reported cases, um, the Lancet did put out um, guys, this computer is uh, I'll break. I need like some break music or something. Break music. The only thing I miss about talk or the only thing I miss about blog talk is the break music with a commercials or something where it's like, oh, I just don't feel like talking for like 30 seconds. Like I just do that on. But, um, yeah, like I'm not going to sit here and say like, we're all going to die. We're all going to lose it. Like, you know, like that's, that's definitely not what I'm saying. Um, the Lancet did put out like a, a quick preliminary, um, article talking about, um, said. I'm so sorry about this, folks. Okay, so coronavirus hits 15% fatality fatality rate, 83% infection rate for those exposed. Um, so, but this was a study of only 40 people. So they did put out a journal article into the Lancet, but this is only 40 people, okay? Just just letting you know, like, it's, like, it seems bad, but it's small, so it might not, it, it might be not accurate. Like, 100, when they say, like, in studies and things, you want minimum of 100. Like, back when I was in university, they said you want a minimum of 100, you know, 100 uh cases or samples or whatever for it to be statistically significant because below that things can change absolutely drastically. Um, I'm going to see if I can find the video really quick that talks about uh, this this case. It was actually a really interesting video. Somebody put it on YouTube uh, talking about how this thing actually worked. Unfortunately in these cases in this journal um, a hundred people, a hundred percent of people got pneumonia from it. Um, so that's not good because when you're dealing with pneumonia, it's not, it's not so great. Um, I might not have been put it in my notes. I will find it after and I will put it in my notes for you guys. And if you hit me up, um... One second here. I'm I'm literally doing this like live as these things are popping in and all that other stuff because there's more and more things coming in, more and more pictures coming in, more and more articles coming in. I've got it just coming up, so I'm trying to go over some of the uh, the old stuff here, and I've got like six pages of links here. They're in no particular order. I've just been saving them to have access to them. Um. might not have put it in there. Okay. But there's a video on YouTube, and this man is talking about this study. Um, I think the average age in the study was about 
40 or so, 40 or 50. Um, they had like uh, symptoms like fever and coughing, pneumonia, organ failure, um, things like that. So um, it's a little bit preliminary. It's a little bit, you know, jumping to conclusions as compared to what's actually going on. But then again, we don't really know what's actually going on over there. Um, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. What's really interesting to note, and what really makes a whole bunch of this stuff so incredibly fishy, so incredibly fishy, is that um, the Bill and what's her face, Melinda or whatever Foundation. I'm gonna pop this up really quick, and you can find this on YouTube too. I started watching it today. Um, Scenario 201, Event 201, um, it's on the website. Uh, okay, so Event 201, I'm going to read this to you guys and prepare to have your mind a little bit blown, okay? Event 201 scenario. Event 201 stimulates an outbreak of a novel zoonotic coronavirus. Geez, isn't it kind of interesting that it's a coronavirus that they cite in this thing? And keep in mind, this happened um, in November, beginning of November. If you go on YouTube and you type in Event 201, they have the actual scenarios, like the, the, the meeting. Um, they, they streamed it. They have it saved there. Go watch those. I started watching them today. There's a lot of information I've been picking through. Um, but this happened in November, and coronavirus, it just so happened that a coronavirus that they don't know. Some news outlets report that it was from the market that was there. However, patient zero, the original patient, and in the study, don't quote this on me because I don't have the article up at my fingertips. I will go find it. I think about 30% of the people that were infected in the 40-patient 40 study were not even at the market. So they don't even know how they got it. Ground zero, patient zero, they wasn't at the market. And a whole bunch of these people in the study were not at the market. The majority were. I think like 60% were, and the rest were not. But continuing, uh, a zoonotic coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to people that eventually become efficiently transmissible from person to person, leading to a severe pandemic. The pathogen and the disease it causes are modeled largely on SARS, but it is more transmissible in the community setting by people with mild symptoms. Look at that. The disease starts in pig farms in Brazil quietly and slowly at first, but then it starts to spread more rapidly in healthcare settings. When it starts to spread efficiently from person to person in the low-income, densely packed neighborhoods of some of the megacities in South America, the epidemic explodes. It is first exported by air to Portugal, the United States, and China, and then to many other countries. Although at first some countries are able to control it, it continues to spread and be reintroduced. And eventually no country can maintain control. 
there is no possibility of a vaccine being available in the first year. There is a fictional antiviral drug that can help the sick but not significantly limit the spread of the disease. Since the whole human population is susceptible during the initial month of the pandemic, the cumulative number of cases increases exponentially, doubling every week. And as the cases and the deaths accumulate, the economic and societal consequences become increasingly severe. The scenario ends at the 18-month point with 65 million deaths. The pandemic is beginning to slow due to the decreasing number of susceptible people. The pandemic will continue at some rate until there's an effective vaccine or until 80 to 90% of the global population has been exposed. From that point on, it's likely that an endemic it's likely to be an endemic childhood disease. Jeez, what a freaking coincidence, hey? What a coincidence that on them in November they released this article. There was a, a movie that people were saying that was coming out. Um, oh, I'll have to go find the name of it. Just give me one second. Because people also said that this movie was really interesting. Um, give me one sec here. I'm going to go find this movie. What is it called? Talking up again. It is being so incredibly slow right now. I apologize for this, guys. Probably doesn't help that I have 40 tabs open right now. And messages right now of new information constantly pouring in. Um... Good thing I'm not doing a video with this right now, because you guys would just be laughing so hard at me right now. Um, do. Come on, come on, load, 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 load. Pretty sure it starts with a C. But it's on Netflix. You can find it on Netflix. Apparently, it's there, and uh, it's very similar to this 201 event um, that's popping up. I there was. Interestingly enough, there's also another movie that popped up on Netflix today that my friend was watching, and it's called Pandemic. I haven't had a chance. Contagion. There we go. Contagion is what it's called. And it's interesting because, again, it's a coronavirus that starts with, um, you know, cons con consumption of animals, um, bats, uh, pigs things like that, and then it takes off, boom. It, it's really interesting to know that these people are not even hiding this stuff anymore. And I know there's people out there that say, oh, it could be random, it could be this. It's like, guys, this is a little too coincidental that this happens right now, right after they did the scenario 201. And actually, if you go to YouTube and you start watching this scenario 201, the lady um, who is running this thing, and there's a word for it, and I can't remember her name because I don't have it open right now, and I'm not listening 
uh, to the first five minutes while we're live right now. But if you type in Event 201, you go and you find you go and you find it. Um, and in in the very beginning, when she's setting up and she's you know the the pre-meeting notes before they set off the scenario before they um, start playing out the scenario, like she's giving, um, you know, saying who these people are and, like, making the note that they're talking from their own expertise, from their own places, et cetera, et cetera. And what I find really interesting to note, okay, it's in, like, the first couple minutes, I think within the first five minutes, she says that they have called this meeting urgently how did she say that you know what i'm gonna see if i can get this to load i want to apologize so bad like my computer is crapping out it has been great for a couple days and suddenly it is just crapping out like i cannot believe how crappy it's acting right now and this started at about four o'clock today it was doing so good and suddenly just boom like it won't load anything it won't like it's completely locked up again right now not responding the entire computer is not responding. So I think I might have caught a virus or somebody nailed me or something. That's just my conspiracy hat talking. But um, there we go. Chrome is just not working for me. Anyway, anyway um, you go to the video, and she says that they urgent, like John, or John Hopkins and Bill and Melinda, um, they urgently convened this meeting this scenario but why do you need to urgently convene something like this and you guys are talking about like in the news it was in the news that bill gates was talking about there was going to be a pandemic coming and it was going to kill 30 million people like i don't understand why we're so scared and why we need to convene this thing in such an urgent manner and why we're talking about pandemics and talking about pandemics and talk why why are they doing these things and then oh wait suddenly a month later it actually happens they knew about this they told us this was going to happen they already put out the predictive figures that this was going to happen they knew all of this was going on some stuff here so I can actually get my computer working proper. So they knew all this, these things were going on, and it's been really frustrating um, with the information that's been coming out because, like, a lot of it has been fairly consistent, but a lot of it has not. Um, for example, if my computer actually starts working again here within, like, the next few minutes, um, the talk of the vaccine. Um, this article, all the news articles, I, I pulled up about five news articles, and they're all saying that the vaccine will not be ready for this pandemic, for this disease. They will not have a vaccine ready for this issue for about a year. About a year, it won't have a vaccine ready. But there was a news article that was out that China said they had a vaccine already. But how can you possibly have a vaccine already when everybody is saying that we won't have a vaccine for about a year? Because
because they're just saying that they have a vaccine ready, now they just have to use it in trials. Holy wow. Unreal how computer this this computer is unbelievable slow. Like it's completely locked up, you guys. This is the craziest thing. Craziest thing. It won't let me click on nothing. Interesting. Anyway, um, there was like there was an article that said that China has got the vaccine ready, but now they just have to do the testing on it. So it's just like, but Australia just said that they made some groundbreaking, um, groundbreaking movements going forward with uh, making uh, a lab created virus similar to similar to this coronavirus this N19 or whatever it is that's coming out um Saskatoon has now they're trying to get samples because they want to start making a vaccine Johnson and Johnson have already said that they want to start making a va- or they're working on a vaccine they think it could help um all all these places across the globe are saying that like we're going to make a vaccine and you know all this other stuff but how is it that this, uh, there we go, finally working, uh, scmp.com. I just have to wait for this to load. Mm-hmm. Here we go, and scroll down. Come on, come on. HKU researchers base it on a, na- oh, here we go. I scrolled way too far down and it's not loading fast enough. Okay. Hong Kong researchers have already developed a vaccine for the deadly Wuhan virus, but need time to test it, according to infectious disease professor Yuan Kwok Young. Scientists in mainland China and the United States were also separately racing to produce a vaccine for the new coronavirus, which has killed more than 100 people and affected thousands. UN, a chair of infectious diseases in the University of Hong Kong, revealed that his team was working on the vaccine and has isolated the previously unknown virus from the city's first imported case. We already have uh, we have already produced the vaccine, but it will take a long time to test on animals. Uh, UN said without giving a specific time frame on when it would be ready for patients. Isn't this interesting? Isn't this interesting that like they can put out a flu vaccine and like half a year without any testing, but they need to make sure they get efficient testing on this thing. Oh, yeah, and by the way, um, there was a news article that came out, and I don't remember where it was. I'd have to go through my Facebook and find it. But in terms of the Ebola vaccine, because now Ebola has been approved with a live virus in the United States, and that's the scariest thing is that they didn't use a dead one. No, they had to use a live virus for Ebola. Okay, it's bad enough that, like, measles, and people can say, oh, you won't catch measles. Even the CDC website um, admits that you can, although very rare, very rare, um, you can catch measles 
from your vaccine. And you know who catches measles from their vaccines? People who are immunocompromised that get vaccinated. Because once upon a time, if you were immunocompromised, you didn't get vaccinated. If you had things like eczema, which is an immune problem, you didn't get vaccinated. Um, it was only the healthy people who were vaccinated. And now they're going to have vaccinate everybody and their dog. It doesn't matter if you're, like, rolling into your casket. They're going to vaccinate you. Okay. They're like, some of these doctors are straight psychos. And, yes, I'm going to say that. Some of these doctors are psychotic because they're not basing this off science. This is not science at all that they're basing off. This is a paycheck. Money comes first to a lot of these people. Okay? But they already said that they don't want liability getting in the way of scientific process. Okay, these were official spokespeople or whatever for vaccine. I can't remember who it was. It was the head of somebody. But they were saying that they didn't want liability getting in the way of scientific process when it comes to Ebola and vaccines. Okay, in other words, they don't care about liability. They don't care. They just want their vaccine so much so that they're willing to push liability out of the way so childhood vaccines in America, okay, like the United States, they're liable. If your child is injured with a vaccine that is on the schedule, the child vaccine schedule, okay, they created this nifty little court that you can go through and they deem whether or not you win or not and then they make you sign an NDA and you get a bunch of money, which is basically peanuts as compared to actually going through the process altogether ready. Um, they've forked out, what, three or four million right now in vaccine injuries. Um, but these companies have essentially made themselves entirely liability-free when Reagan made that 1986 act saying that, oh, we're just going to make this special court if you guys go ahead and, um, you know, actually monitor this health board or whatever. They're going to be monitoring things. And then Dell and... Robert Kennedy Jr. went through and sued these people for the information because they refused to give it up. Turns out it's either missing or they simply haven't done it. For 30 years, they haven't done it. <clears throat> but what's significant about the Ebola vaccine is it's liability-free. It's liability-free. You cannot sue anybody for this vaccine. You get it and it injures you. You are hooped. And I'm sorry to say, I mean, this might not you know, this might be seen kind of scary for people down in the States. Having Living in Canada, we don't even have a compensation program. If you get vaccine injured for it, nobody cares. Nobody cares, even in the slightest. And they will make any possible excuse for you um, if you've got vaccine injury because, oh, we got public health care and we got social health care and, oh, you can go get your meds for free, like, Great. Like, I mean, they say, like, you know, I'm, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, but, like, they say, like, oh, well, you get your this paid for and you get your that paid for. And it's like, but sorry, like, ambulance bills are not paid for. Pharmaceuticals are not paid for unless, like, it's required, like, for something like cancer. Um, you can get your pharmaceuticals paid for because, like, I mean, when it's $10,000 around and you've tried every other, pharma, like, uh, chemo on the market, uh, they'll give you the nice expensive one for free because, well, I mean, they they won't, they'll make you pay for things like antibiotics and stuff, but, like, they're cancer. They'll, they'll hand that out like candy and give it to you for free because, I mean, you know, moneymaker, right? But uh, we've got no liability in Canada. 
I think Quebec has a program, but the whole of Canada, just the way they cover it underneath the Drug and Administrations Act, blah, 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 there is zero liability here. None. Absolutely none. Like, you can drop dead from your flu vaccine, and nobody gets a penny. You can you know, be in and out of the hospital with seizures and this and that. And, like, you have to pay for all the therapies and things out of pocket. I mean, if you want, like, any extra therapy, like, they'll cover the basics, maybe, if they can get, like, you know, a diagnosis or something. But otherwise, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. As long as you get their vaccine, I'm fine. Set yourself on fire to keep me warm. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I can't even take this serious. Anyway, um, getting back to this article, I just had my little Sam tangent there. Um, The vaccine is successfully tested, could be the answer to a disease that has infected more than 4,600 people globally and killed over 100 in the mainland, mostly Wuhan, center of the outbreak. Hong Kong has been so far eight seen confirmed cases from noon on Monday to noon on Tuesday. 78 more people were reported as suspected cases. Currently, 103 people are in isolation in public hospitals. Although mainland media quoted Chinese infectious diseases expert Li Lanjun on Monday as saying a vaccine targeted the coronavirus, targeting the coronavirus, was being developed and could be made in around a month at earliest. Uh, Yuan expresses doubts. He said, "One being he said one being developed in the mainland is likely going to be an activated virus vaccine, which consists of a virus grown in a culture that has had its ineffective uh, infectivity destroyed by chemicals or radiation." To test the vaccine, it will have to be injected into an animal to see if it produces a good immune response, UN said. The vaccinated animal would then be exposed to the virus to see if it's protected. If the vaccine appears to be effective and safe in a number of animal species, it will go into clinical trials on humans. This takes at least one year, even if expedited. Ah, that's why. Okay, there we go. They're saying the testing could take up the year. There, there we now I have my answer. Um, this just popped up. He also said concern that the approach taken by the mainland side to develop a vaccine would lead to a major complication in which people who are vaccinated might develop a more severe disease if exposed to the virus. He says such a reaction for coronavirus has been recorded in reports. Um, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, we are now at 7,864 cases. That counter is just going up and up, guys. Holy freaking smokes. Uh, 170 deaths. Uh, coronavirus are a large family of viruses. You know, we don't even need to finish the rest of that. Um, so, yeah, they're saying that this vaccine, they have it already made, but they just need it tested. But why are all these other places making a vaccine at the same time if they have one? Unless, of course, they're trying to come up with the most efficient one, in which case, will China even use it? Will China even use it? That's what I'm wondering. Is if all these people already, like if China already has one made, they just have to test it, and all these other people are making one, and they have to test it, I mean, they're they're still making it in, like, 
Saskatoon in places. They don't even have one yet. They're still making it. Like, are they even going to use it? That's what I want to know. Or are they going to use it on, like, their own people? And why are we even going to need it here if we don't even have an outbreak here? Unless, of course, we're going to have an outbreak here. We're not sure. We don't know. Um, There's so many things up in the air this last little while that have just been absolutely freaking crazy Um, with the misinformation, um, with, you know, everything. Uh, But all I would say to people listening today, um, I'm going to start getting into remedies and things going on. Way I'm going to be able to cover absolutely all these articles and all the information. And I'm hoping if anybody has any questions, please type them out. Or, I mean, I could always do, I, I think I'll sit down and I'll, type something out to have something a little more comprehensive. Um, Do another podcast in the near future, maybe next week, um, that's a little more inclusive. We'll see. Um, Because these things have just been coming up like absolutely crazy. And I'm a a mom with two little people. So it's it's, just being able to do things in order has been a little hectic. Um, But for anybody listening, um, I'm going to tell you right now, as I said before, don't panic. Don't freak out. just prepare. Get yourself a mask that's N95 or higher, okay? The the little paper, meshy masks that you get at the hospital or something, they're, they're okay, but they're not really effective, okay? If you're in a tight spot, it's better than nothing at all. I mean, put like two or three on. One won't really do much, but you can put two or three on, Um to really do something, but if you have the access um, or the money, get uh, the one that's N95 or higher N99, like the good painter's mask sort of things. Like, well, I don't, I want painter's mask is probably medical mask. You can find them on Amazon. Um, just be aware, depending on in your area, you might not have any available right now. I've spoken to four people who were not able to find the things they required on Amazon. I have a friend, um, Scarlet Anonymous, over at Freedom Revolution Network. Um, She had in her inbox, in her cart, two days ago, the masks that she was going to buy. She went to buy them today. We were on the phone, and she went to buy them today, and they were unavailable. All the other ones she was looking at were unavailable. They're all gone, except for the really expensive ones or ones that you really have to pay a lot of shipping for. That's just her experience. Um, There was two other people that I were also talking to that they could not find what they required on Amazon, um, and their local stores were also bought out. Um, Scotland Anonymous, she, she listed like six places on the phone, and one one out of the six had the mask she was looking at that she required for, like, you know, this kind of stuff. Um, four people I had were saying that the masks, that the, the good quality ones were sold out um, currently, or if they were selling them, they were selling them um, in only, like, only, like, a one box per customer kind of thing. Like, it wasn't, it was, like, limits. You couldn't just buy as many as you wanted. Um, I did have other people say that they were able to find the things that they need on Amazon. So it just depends on your area. However, keep an eye on that. Um, Because I'm not saying that this thing is going to take off in Canada. Um, And again, if it does, um, well, two seconds, I'm just pulling up my notes here. Um, If it does, there are things that you can do. Um, 
to protect yourself. Um, there's things that you can take. Um, example, um, not going anywhere, particularly if you're infected, unless you really, really require um, help from a hospital. Um, videos, pictures, everything right now, all across China, not just Wuhan, all across China. If you go to Snapchat, you can see pictures in different towns, cities, etc. all across China. The streets are bare. There is nobody out. There's a couple places that I've watched on vlogs um, where there might be like a little bit of traffic on the street, but it is not how it should be. It's not how it should be. Um, in places like Wuhan, like there was a man um, doing a video there, uh, and he was going and he saw like a bike, a guy on a bike um, pedaling on the street. Like it's, it's a ghost town all across China because people are staying home. All the shops are closed except for grocery stores. They're all closed because they're trying to limit the spread of this disease. So the initial videos of people falling down in the streets, dying um, before people started staying home and really abandoning the streets, um, like those, though, that's not really happening anymore. If there's people dying, they're either at home or in the hospital. I have pictures. Somebody sent me pictures of a young lady who was dead beside her bed, um, and the folks came in. She she was you know infected with coronavirus. She, they did come in and um, do what they needed to do um, to contain the scene and stuff. But uh, it's either at home or in the hospital that folks are dying now. Um, because the streets are just, just bare. Um, when they first started closing things and doing all this stuff, there was some panic in the grocery stores. There's videos on YouTube of panic in the grocery stores. People were buying rice. People were buying dried goods, et cetera, et cetera. Um, not so much now. It's not so much panicky now. Um, there's That's basically the only places people are at buying things, and it's not, like, you know, super busy anymore. It's very quiet very quiet. You look at the videos now and it's very quiet um, with the amount of people that are there. And they're checking for fevers before people are allowed into the grocery store. They will turn you away if you have a fever trying to go to the grocery store. Like it's, it's a whole other thing. Okay, now I'm going to pop into these coronavirus herbal particles, herbal protocols. Um, I've just been debopping on the internet picking stuff up. So first thing, uh, Stefan Buhner, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, um, but you can find him on Facebook, B-U-H-N-E-R, Stefan with a P-H. Um, he made a Facebook, the other, Facebook post the other day, coronavirus treatment. I have an analysis of how coronavirus infects or viruses infect tissues, what tissues they infect, and the herbs that are useful to interrupt that process as well as the herbs useful to shut down the cytokine cascade they create on page 5255 of Herbal Antivirals. That's, I'm going to assume that's his book. Um, this man is a herbalist, and he's uh, an antiviral expert. He does a lot of research on this stuff, so um, he knows his stuff. It is useful regarding in that it can inform treatment for a knowledgeable place. There are also some suggestions not often used by medical professionals for specific pharmaceuticals that have been found to be useful. 
Here is a sample protocol. Please note it is rather more extensive than the ones I normally suggest. This is because the particular coronavirus that is now spreading worldwide is exceptionally potent on its impacts. Again, this is not only a suggested protocol, but all the herbs are specific in one way or another for the virus. A number of these herbs are strongly antiviral for coronaviruses. In general, I would only begin to use these formulations if there is a good reason to believe that the virus is entering your area. If the, the formulations are preventative as well as specific for acute infections, the only alteration is the dosage. Three tincture formulas and one tea. Four formulation. Baykal skullcap, three parts. Japanese knotweed root, two parts. Uh, kudzu, two parts. Licorice, one part. Decocted elder leaf tincture, one part. Note the berry will do, I guess, but it is about one third as effective as the decocted leaf, which no one sells. You have to make it yourself. Dosage, one teaspoon, three times a day, six times if active infection. Immune system, cellular protection, cytokine interruption, tincture formulation, supportive for core tincture activity, cordyceps, three parts, dong kwai, two parts, rhodiola, one part, astrologus, one part, dosage, same as above. So one teaspoon, three times a day, or six times if there is an active infection. Um cellular protection, cytokine interruption, spleen lymph uh, support, tincture formulation, dan shen, three parts, red root, two parts, cinnamon, one part, same dosage, one teaspoon, three times a day, six times of active infection. I have used this with other coronavirus infections, including SARS. It works well. And he has a Facebook post. I will post that in the links. Uh, he also has a website, um, coronaviruseventscom that he lists some of this stuff up there with more information on him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yes, coronaviruseventscom This is like a Canadian protocol. This is based on Stefan Booner's uh, herbal antiviral protocol for the Wuhan coronavirus. A uh, little bit of information and stuff there. There are. Uh, this was posted January 23rd. Um, there's some extracts here. These these are the extracts that they have in here. Um, we went over one, two, and three. Uh, formula four, a loose leaf tea. Eupatorium perfolatum. Oh my goodness, I cannot pronounce. Only use of infected. Infuse in hot water and add honey to sweeten taste. Uh, one cup six times a day if you have an acute dosage, a chronic dosage, one cup four times a day. Um, I'm going to read this a little bit. Uh, we have extracted the formula in a one to two ratio, and these are for their extracts. These are for the extracts available on this website. This means the strength uh, is higher than Stefan's protocol, so the dosage has been adjusted. Um, each 100 milliliter product will last 16 days for a preventative dose and eight days for an infection dose. If you're flying, you may not be able to bring more than 100 milliliters of liquid per bottle in your carry-on. The instructions for these extracts, take extract number one through three as preventative. Do not take the daily dose all at once. Divide it into a few doses throughout the day. 
for example, one half teaspoon in the morning, one half teaspoon in the afternoon, and a remaining one quarter teaspoon in the evening. If you cannot have alcohol, you can mix. Or if you do not have alcohol, you can mix in a boiling water and let sit. If you're infected, take all four products, and the three are the ones I just read out. These are just extracts, and then the four, the the cup of tea, and use the infection dosage. The herbal tea is to be steeped with one teaspoon of herb in eight ounces of hot water for 15 minutes, six, six times a day. It can be sweetened with honey. Take the child's weight in pounds divided by, this is for children's dose, okay? Take the child's weight in pounds divided by 150, then multiply by the adult dose. The herbs are extracted in 50% alcohol. They spelled alcohol right. wrong. That's funny. Or no. Yeah, they spelled it wrong. That's funny. <laughs> A-L-O-C-O-H-O-L. I'm not the only one who's messing up. But that, this is good information. Um, you can dilute the alcohol by mixing the dosage in a bit of water or juice. The section o- second option is to mix it with boiling water and let it sit which will cause some of the alcohol to evaporate off. Another method is to set out the dosage overnight in a mug, and the alcohol will evaporate, leaving the herbal residue behind. Then mix it in the water and drink. Um, and then there's a whole list of complications and, or contraindications and side effects, such as gastric use. Some of these are not safe in pregnancy. Um, some of these are pretty safe. <clears throat> so... Some of these may cause some nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, et cetera, et cetera. So obviously, if, um, yeah, a lot of these might irritate your bowels, which is, again, not great for pregnancy because, well, we all know that uh, dehydration and stuff is not so great for pregnant ladies. Um, Kate and I found this. Well, oil of oregano effective against coronavirus. Um, And this is not the oregano oil, okay? Oregano oil is an essential oil. This is oil of oregano, okay? Big difference. One is much safer than the other. Okay, so this is from holisticprairiecare.net. Um, oil of oregano might prove to be a valuable ally against severe acute respiratory syndrome. This is SARS. So this is untested for the current virus. I mean, it's only been a month old, but it works efficiently against SARS. A recent in vitro study indicates the essential oil of this medicinal herb can destroy human coronavirus, thought to be the pathogen responsible for SARS, and completely stop its replication within 20 minutes of exposure. Well, yeah, it's it's an essential oil. It's pretty powerful. Don't Don't part around with essential oils. Um, the study was conclu- or conducted by Dr. M. Khalid Ejaz, oh my goodness, of Microbiotest, an independent microbiological, microbiological testing lab in Sterling, VA. Uh, this doctor incub- incubated human coronavirus in MRC5 cell lines with the oregano P73 and olive oil preparation of wild oregano. And with oregacillin, a combination of wild oregano, wild sage, wild cumin, and wild cinnamon oils. Both products are made by Physician Strength North American Herb and Spice, a company that specializes in medicinal essential oils from the Mediterranean. 
The uh, oregano oil alone reduced vital titters from over 5 million particles per milliliter at baseline to 167 particles per milliliter within 15 minutes. At 20 minutes, the titters were down to 150 particles per milliliter. Oregacillin combination reduced titters from over 5 million to 133 particles per milliliter in 15 minutes. Within 20 minutes, they were reduced to non-detectable levels. The investigators noted that both preparations were able to halt viral replication within host cells. Holy smokes, you guys. Wow. Okay, make sure you got some of that in your cabinet. What? Okay, reading this next little bit here. The in vitro findings need to be confirmed in human clinical trials, but they are compelling in that they show that oil of oregano alone and in combination with other essential oils have unequivocally verucidal, verucidal and verostatics event or effects. Both oregano, P73, and oregacillin are available from Physician's Strengths. Uh, number there, 800-243-5242. Um, that's some pretty freaking powerful stuff. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, so if that's some stuff that you want to get, I mean, make sure you use it safely. Um, but, uh, yeah, that that's pretty interesting stuff. And then I found this. Echinacea against, uh, effective against viral problems, including coronavirus. So <clears throat> make sure you stay in bed for a week. This is just a post that I have up. Uh, take vitamin D, uh, vitamin D in large enough doses, and drink low sugar berry juices loaded with vitamin C or take vitamin C in large doses. So you're going to need like vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C in larger doses. Um, lay off sugar. Uh, sugar is very bad uh, at the time because sugar causes inflammation, and that's the last thing you need at a time where, like, your lungs are crapping out on you because this virus has nailed you, um, is sugar. Um, just, yeah, like, try and get rid of simple carbs if you can. Like, don't, like, well, bread, honey, rice, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I'm, you're not... It's not going to make it better if you can stay off and stuff. That'd be great. If you can, you know, make your own soup broth with your own bones and things. I mean, you're not going to be wanting to eat freaking potatoes if you've got pneumonia anyway. Who are we kidding? Like, really, you're going to have a roast in potatoes when you're, like, hacking your freaking lungs out and you're, you can't even breathe? Like, you're going to want soup. You're going to want soup. So it says don't eat it, but you're not even going to feel like you're wanting to eat it. You might want to eat a piece of toast or something, but you're going to feel like crap. Um, echinacea, we're back to echinacea again, has been shown to clobber all influenza viruses except for adreno, which has a different structure. <clears throat> this includes corona, SARS, MERS, well, it's, yeah, yeah, MERS, H1N1, H5N1, para-influenza, influenza A, influenza B, the works. Um, take 10 drops every 10 minutes. 30 drops every 30 minutes, and forget the myth that you shouldn't take it long-term. You should actually take it long-term. I, I wouldn't take it long-term, but because if you're back in balance, you don't need it. Um, this is uh, from Henriette, uh, her Facebook post. I have the link, and I will post that up for you guys as well. Um, and then I had a couple pictures that I had uploaded here for other herbs that are available. 
let me go pull that up out of my photos here and see if I can. I gotta turn sideways. Boop, boop, boop. Running a little late today. Um, your photos, albums. We want albums. This will load for me. Uh, videos. Jeez, where is everything? Why can I not? Give me one second here, guys. I'm just trying to find where the heck. I'm not to swear on this podcast because I really don't want to ruin it for everybody because I've got a very bad potty mouth and I'm trying to keep it PG so people can share this today. Normally, I don't really care, but we'll just keep it PG today. for me again. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Really? Why though? Why though? Okay, I'm going to grab my phone here. We need some background music. Do, 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 do. Okay, my kid has almost killed this phone. Okay, here we go. We'll just go straight to the uh, pictures here. Screenshots. Okay, scrolling down. Here we go. Okay, I'm not sure what book this is. I just pulled it up on Linda's Pages Heal Something. It's on Google Books. And I just found this on lung disease. Um, And it says, here we go, are you at risk for SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome, severe acute respiratory syndrome, or SARS? It's a highly contagious respiratory super germ, blah, 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 blah. Um... Here we go. I'm trying to find the actual part you guys want to hear. Medical treatment for SARS relies on a combination of intravenous antiviral drugs, ribavirin, costocosteroids, hydrocorazone, and broad-spectrum antibiotics. This remains the most successful treatment known today. Anti-HIV medications are also being considered in the SARS medical arsenal. Natural therapies for SARS focus on prevention through red oozing risk factors, and building immune systems, strength, the immunity diet, blah, blah, blah. In addition, although they have not been FDA approved to treat SARS, herbal antibiotics and herbal antivirals like usnea, echinacea, golden seal, oregano oil, laudamatum, and olive leaf extract may be useful. Um... Obviously, they recommend that you don't just take that um, because, well, probably go seek help, they say. But then again, I mean, if you can stay home and fix a, a flu on your own at that point, I mean, you're you're possibly infecting other people. So just be, use your discretion. Use your discretion. Um, If you start dying, it's probably best to go to the hospital. If you're not quite dying yet, it's probably best to stay home and take care of yourself. This is why I'm telling people to buy the things they need now. Um, Otherwise, yeah. Oh, this just popped up. Important information from Norwegian Cruise Line coronavirus update. Norwegian, they canceled trips from those who were in China. Um, this is a, 
an email or a letter. Due to the growing concern regarding coronavirus infections in China, we will be denying boarding to any guest who has visited mainland China in the last 30 days. These guests will receive a refund for their cruise, provided they provide proof of travel in the form of airline tickets or similar. Please note that mainline China does not include Hong Kong, Mako, Mako, or Taiwan. In addition, we are implementing non-touch temperature screenings for all passengers embarking in Hong Kong. Any guest who registers a body temperature of a 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 38 degrees Celsius or higher will not be allowed to board. These guests will be advised to open a travel insurance claim with their insurance provider. Please note that the safety, security, and well-being of our guests and crew is our number one priority. We truly appreciate your understanding and thank you for the diligence and assistance in helping to ensure our guests um, remain in good health. We also thank you for con uh, continued loyalty for questions on coronavirus, peace, United States disease control prevention, blah, 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 blah. Wow. Okay, here we go. So, um, yeah, things like mullen and stuff is basically um, if it's good for a flu, if it's good for a flu out there, it's pretty good for a coronavirus. So just make sure you have like lots of soup, like I said, vitamin A, C, D, uh, oregano oil, old man's beard, you know, all that golden seal, mullen, um, elderberry. I almost forgot about elderberry. Elderberry is very high in vitamin C things like that. I mean, you can take things like, you know, even a hot toddy. I mean, it's, it's, there's so many things out there. Just just stock up just in case. That's all I'm saying. We very well might not see um, infection levels or something in North America. However, we do have three cases in Canada. We do have a few cases down in the States. They're, they're watching, 100 and, I think, 110 people. Are there 100 or 110? They're watching them right now, and they do have some confirmed. They do have some suspected. So just keep an eye on the news. Keep an eye on things. Like, don't panic. Again, I'm gonna, this is like the third or fourth time I've said on this. Do not panic. Do not panic. Okay, all we're dealing with here, considering, is like a really bad flu. Okay, and we have much better air quality, and we have pretty good health care as compared to some places in the world. Um, I mean, it is it, like what China is like the number, like their number four leading death is respiratory illness. So <laughs> we're already way ahead of the game, particularly if you live in like a smaller town or rural area. Um, your lungs are well, unless you've got asthma or something, for the most part, like, it's already cleaner. It's already so much better. Um, one final note that I do want to make before I pop out, though, is um, there have been, there is 5G that's going on over there. And I'm not going to get too hard into that. It's just be aware that 5G may lower your immune system. Stress will really lower your immune system. 5G will also really lower your immune system because you're being constantly microwaved. And I know people argue about this through and through, but there was already studies coming out about 3G being problems, having problems. Then the studies on 4G started coming out and having problems. And now we got 5G, which is being rolled out despite extreme health concerns from scientists, okay? They're not even actually testing this thing before they're rolling it out. They're just rolling it out because they want faster internet or whatever 
whatever you want to think. Um, you could say it's weaponized internet or I don't even care. Fact is that it's not good for your health. It is really not good for your health. So you have pollution plus constant radiation plus this thing coming through now. And if you had any like pre-existing health conditions, really not looking great for you. But it has been people like on average 40 and older who are croaking. Um, CDC or somebody was saying like average 75 or something. But still, be aware, be ready. Get extra food and water just in case they have shutdowns or anything like that like they did with Wuhan City. I am not saying, I'm not scaring you and saying, oh, my God, we're going to all die when they're going to close the cities down and, like, it's going to be total chaos. All I'm saying is that if it does come here and it does start to spread, get your stuff now before the chaos breaks out because if they do start looking at shutting down the cities and things, if it happens here, just 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 be prepared have everything you need already so that you're not trying to go at some rice like it's Black Friday, okay? It, it really, if you just get ready now and stay ready now, if all this blows over and nothing happens, the least, the, 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 the worst problem you got is you got some extra food in your cupboard. You can donate it or go on a camping trip and take it with you or just eat it later. It doesn't matter. Just be prepared. That's all I'm asking for people. Just be prepared. Get extra soap, get gloves, get, you know, N95 masks, and also get goggles. This sounds really weird, but it can be spread through your eye mucus. Rub your eye, touch a freaking table or something. I'm pretty sure I already said this once in this podcast. Rub your eye and touch something, you can catch it. So if it starts becoming a problem in your area, you might want to get some goggles. That's all I'm saying. All right. So I'm going to head out here for the night. Um, I'm going to do probably another podcast on this next week. I'm going to make it a little more um, laid out. I might do a three-hour one next week. We're not sure, but we'll get it figured. Um, lay it out a little better for you guys. Just kind of thrown together one because I really want to talk about this. Um, oh, no, you know what? I'm going to go over what I came. Okay. okay, I'm not even done yet. We're not even going to be done for another ten minutes yet. I'm just going to go over this real quick. Um, here's what, this, this is, okay, this is really what's got me concerned. It's not the virus itself that's got me concerned. Like, yes, it, if this thing takes off, it is going to kill a lot of people. And I'm going to start crying talking about that, but that really freaking sucks. I know some people are just saying, oh, that's a drop in a hat compared to, like, you know, all the people that we have on the planet, it's not a big deal, blah, 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 and it still sucks. I'm sorry, but it still freaking sucks, especially if you are at the center of a bioweapon experiment. Like, yes, people die every day from accidents and diseases and natural things and just simply just dying because you're old or whatever the reason may be. Yes, people die every day, and it still sucks. It still sucks. Like, let's just, just be real here for one second. It still freaking sucks. I mean, it sucks just as bad when your 90-year-old freaking grandma dies because she's just old as heck, and it also really sucks if you have a miscarriage because, you know, like, or, or a stillbirth. Um, it still sucks. I'm just going to put that out there. And I'm, I, if people just are just whatever, I don't even care. It, it sucks, period. End of story. That's all i got to say with that. Um, but... 
What's really got me personally on edge is the economic impacts that this could probably possibly have. Now, I've been just kind of floating around Market Watch. I've been floating around YouTube, everything, and all these economists that are being interviewed are saying that this thing could really take off and it could be the black swan of our economy. Uh, I'm just going to see if I can pull one up right now. Oh, black swan. Um, there was one article that I had seen that right now our 2020 markets and growth and stuff right now looks like it did in 2018. Like we have had very little growth at all. Um, Apple's already announced, so like there is, they're going to be having issues with putting stuff out. GM's already announced they're having issues. Um, here we go. Yahoo Finance, Forbes, right at the top. Thank you, Google. Google, kidding. Screw you, Google. Um, okay, the coronavirus is a black swan event that may have serious repercussions for the U.S. economy and job market. And it's really interesting to know that we're having this right now when, like, you know, the U.S. is at one of the biggest growths that they've had in such a long time. Okay, I'm just waiting for this computer to load. Um, here we go. Okay. I'm just, like, this is the first time I'm reading this. I'm going to read this to you right now. A black swan event is a term used on Wall Street that refers to a rare and unpredictable, oh, Everything is so bigger. Hold on. Uh, unpredictable occurrence that is beyond what is expected to have severe consequences. Okay? So this isn't just bad. This is like, oh, man, bad. Okay? It's derived from European explorers who have previously thought that all swans were white and only white as that was all they knew. They were overcome with shock and confusion when Dutch explorer William de Vlaming discovered the existence of black swans in Australia. The coronavirus is a black swan event which may have serious consequences for your job, the stock market, and global economy. The United States economy has been strong with record-setting high levels of employment. The, U the stock market has rebounded incredibly since the financial crisis, increasing the net worth of many Americans. And when I say, like, many and, like, lots, there was, like, what, like, $10,000 increase? Like, it was insane. It's insane the amount of growth that's been going on. Historically, when the stock market goes relatively straight up, there is an expectation of a correction somewhere down the road. The correction is about 5 to 10% drop in value of stocks. It's viewed as necessary, like clearing out the dead brush in a forest to prevent a forest fire. Even the widest minds on Wall Street admit they, ha they can't anticipate where the next correction will come from and what damage it, it may bring. It seems now the coronavirus is the black swan event. <clears throat> um, so yeah, there's some stuff on the coronavirus. China has enacted measures to limit the movement of its people. This is especially challenging since the virus started around Chinese Lunar New Year. Geez, what a coincidence. Um, which is known as the country's biggest travel period. The government has quarantined more than 50 million people. 
This hasn't completely stopped people from evacuating. The mayor of Wuhan said that 5 million people have already left the city. Wow. He also admitted that the city did not release information about the virus and suggested that it was suppressed by government authorities. Wow, I can't believe a freaking mainstream article is saying this. Forbes, like, wow, good job, Forbes. Like, now that's reporting some freaking facts. The health minister of China said the coronavirus is increasing in its virulence. I can't pronounce that. People can be contagious before they even exhibit symptoms. This is dangerous. And it makes people appear healthy when they're not. And, you know, that's really funny. That's really funny because there are so many mainstream news articles right now. I probably saw, like, just, just like, yesterday alone, like, seven or eight of them saying that if you do not have the symptoms, you are not contagious. But why is Forbes coming out and saying that you can be contagious before you exhibit the symptoms? I think even CBC was saying. No, CDC was saying that you can't you you can't be contagious, but Forbes is saying it. What's going on here, folks? What's going on? Why why are, why is Forbes the one who's telling the freaking facts when they're when they're like a business site? This is really strange. Major shops, restaurants, and tourist destinations are shutting their doors across China. That is true. There are so many stores that are closed right now, and I've already pointed on this on this podcast. To avoid spreading the coronavirus, companies in China have advised staff to work from home. Employees returning from impacted areas are being told not to show up for work. Global stock and bond markets have been hit by mounting worries. Investors are afraid of how this will play out. China's growth will surely stagnate, and they they contend. International commerce will slow down. Little is known about the virus, and there is no guidance on how it will affect people and the economy. Oh, but they did a scenario on this two months ago. So i gotta, I got to stay focused here. I'm just going straight sarcasm. Corporate CEOs and top executives desire certainty and resent unpredictable events. In this instance, there is an extraordinarily high level of uncertainty regarding how bad this virus will spread and the damage that it will cause. The chances are likely that companies will temporarily, temporarily pull back until there is clarity. And yes, that is so true. Like I've said before already, I'm pretty sure I said it on this one. There are people on Reddit. I was scouring Reddit and I was looking and um, like there are news articles, again, like Apple is saying that they're going to slow down. GM, there's a whole bunch of companies like Nike are saying that it's going to slow down. They're just letting people know. But there are smaller wholesale people who buy fabric from there, et cetera, et cetera. They were, there was a whole massive thread on Reddit. Uh, quite a few threads on Reddit on where they can go elsewhere to get their products because they don't want <clears throat> there's like if if it's not being made they can't continue their business or simultaneously they're scared that they could catch it from their ship ship products. So I mean I mean let's face it coronavirus does last a little while on products but like how quick it comes from china like i mean you're not going to tell me that it's going to last three weeks it's not going to last on a piece of fabric for three weeks so let's let's just cut the crap (laughs) put it nicely um this will negatively impact china's economy um, in light of global nature of business, the U.S. will feel its effects, and Canada too, and the rest of the world who uses, you know, China to get everything. Um, it's reasonable to believe that there, 
that for the near-term period of time, stocks will fall in value, hiring will temporarily slow, and new corporate initiatives will be placed on hold, and overall business climate will be fearful. Um, in the past, these have effectively deal with the overcome of other fast-spreading diseases that seem horrific, and we're able to go back to business and our own lives. Unless this becomes a horror movie type of virus, which it most likely won't, there will be cures developed for those afflicted and antidotes to prevent others from getting sick. So again, four to six weeks, we'll start having some pharmaceutical help there. And in a year, well, they'll have a vaccine. Good luck with that. There's no way you could pay me to take that thing. Not going to happen. <clears throat> in an interview with CNBC, Dr. Paul Stoffels, the chief scientific officer of Johnson & Johnson, said he believes the drug makers can create a vaccine to fight against coronavirus. Stoffels stated, we have dozens of scientists working on this. They're pretty confident we can get something made that will work and stay active for long term. With current courage, ingenuity, and global cooperation, the fear will subside, cures will be found, and things will go back to normal. This is funny because there's not even any fear. There's not even any fear. What we're fearing of, I mean, if the people who are actually fearful, um, what we're scared of is what's going to be coming out of this. What's going to be coming out of this? Um, vaccine stock is down. Um, there was a blip in the there was a blip in the vaccine, or not vaccine, just the general stocks in general because people were selling everything off because they were scared of China. It apparently, it's bounced back already. So, I mean, it was just a short time, but still, like, it, it was it was a small hit. Um, but it's interesting to know that it really wasn't that long ago that we also brought out um, the adult vaccine schedule, uh, Healthy People 2020. Let's just go with this. Healthy People 2020. And this is what really freaks me out. Um, They're on the CDC website right now. Oh, pull out the PDF. Okay. I just wanted it on the freaking website. Why don't you just give me what I want? I just need it. Oh! Wow. Healthypeople.gov. I went to the website, CDC website. What? Okay, strange. So I just went to CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Division for Heart Disease and Stroke Prevention, and I just went with the Healthy People 2020 uh, objectives, and it's like PDF, or like see the website here, and then boom, here's PDF. And then I clicked on it, and it's not available. Why is it not available? What's going on? I need to know all the things. Okay, let's try a different website then, because I was like totally sure that was going to work. Healthy People 2020 Goals. Of course, the third one that pops up is vaccines. Would you look at that? Um, why is none of these websites working? Giant conspiracy right now. They're now now they're not now they're just hiding it. They're not even like they're just hiding it. Okay, that's not what I want either. I what's I wish I knew some jokes. I would just tell you guys some jokes. But I'm more of a joke than anything, so just laugh at me. Ha 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 ha. 
Come on. I can't find this PDF anywhere now. It's not even like available on the websites anymore. I don't understand. This was so accessible and suddenly it's just not available at all. Why? Is that not found? Like the PDF isn't even available anymore. This is crazy. I really wish I could just screen time. You know what? I'm going to have to learn how to screen time this stuff. You guys can stand my joke of a face. Objectives and goals, PDF. Finally! But why didn't it work from the website? Healthypeople.gov. This is the PDF, but it didn't work on the website. Oh, it's not loading. Oh, there we go. Finally. Turtle speed. Here we go. There we go again. Let's click with something else, and it was like, psych, just kidding, stay here. There we go, Healthy People 2020. So, <laughs> Healthy People and Communities. Healthy People has a set of goals and objectives with 10-year targets. You notice this is 10-year target. You notice this is 2020, Healthy People 2020? Well, I guess it's like right in the title. Holy smokes, I'm just really dumb today. I've been Googling my freaking eyes out. Okay. Oh, here we go. So, overarching goals of Healthy People 2020, attain high quality, longer lives free of preventable disease, disability, injury, and premature death. Notice how it says preventable disease at the start? You notice how they listed that first? Interesting, isn't it? Achieve healthy equity, eliminate disparities, and improve the health of all groups. Equity. Equity, eliminate disparities. So, and of course, disparities, inequity to be assessed by race, ethnicity, gender, socioeconomic status, um, disability status, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender status, and then, of course, geography. Geography. Interesting, isn't it? Create social and physical environments that promote good health for all. Um, and they're going to be doing that by building programs, policies, and programs. Promote quality of life, healthy development, healthy behaviors across all life stages, more programs, more activities, so they get to decide. They get to decide what you get to you get to do. Um eating health indicators. It on the vaccines. I know it's in here. I know it freaking is. There we go. Immunization and infectious disease. Topic areas. Access to healthcare services. All these things. And, you know, it's just it's interesting because you have, they, they're saying oh access to healthcare services, but in China right now there are health services and they're sending people away because they have too many people. Interesting, isn't it? Um, oh. So yeah, that's the Healthy People 2020, and I just, those goals, I don't know, I don't know, they just, they just, they, 
they sound great. They sound great. And, I mean, there are some aspects to them that are absolutely wonderful. Like, yes, people actually have access. Yes, people won't be discriminated against. Yes, like, you know, like we'll make it more um, affordable and stuff for everybody. But at what cost? At what cost? If you actually look into Agenda 21, and if you do any reading into books like, oh, my goodness, I'll see if I can pull up some of these books. Um, oh, what the heck is it called? Oh, that's the great amendment. browser here um was it like age of an economic hitman uh non dare call it conspiracy um you look at any of these books like oh my goodness um also 1984 you look at all these books and they're talking about this communist takeover this communist takeover of all the global resources of all the global economics and i'm going to throw it out there Socialism. We're starting with socialism. And I know there are some people out there who say there's different kinds of socialism, and that's not what socialism really is, et cetera, et cetera. All, okay, I'm going to go forward and say, like, the socialism that I'm talking about, okay, socialism is generally the public owns everything, okay? It's all owned by the public. Sounds great, right, when you're in, like, a small village and everybody owns the well and, like, everybody owns the giant one building you all stay in in wintertime or, like, you share the food. I'm not talking about that, okay? Let's take that and apply to what's going on now. And I've I've done podcasts before. I'm not going to get too much into this. But um, the government, okay, when we say the public, Okay, we're talking about the government, which is not actually a government. Government literally means mind control. And the United States had a court case where a government and a corporation cannot coexist. It is not the same thing. We currently have corporations, okay? So this is not the public. This is a corporation of Canada, the corporation of the United States, the corporation of China, the corporation of Britain, all these all these places are corporations, okay? Now, they're increasing the prices of everything with inflation with the world banks, okay? Believe it or not, Canada has their own bank, the Bank of Canada. We stopped using it when what Pierre Trudeau or whatever his name was sold us out to the world banks, you know, the, the Rothschild banks. And how they operate in a nutshell, I know some people are going to say this wrong, but in a nutshell, okay, they make money out of thin air and then they charge interest to it. You cannot pay something back that has was created out of nothing and then you charge interest to it. It is not possible. It is a logical fallacy. It is not possible. It's impossible, literally. Um, so this is how our system is running. And then with the creation with the credit cards, too, it wasn't just a bank now. You have a whole bunch of these little banks creating credit cards. Like, our, everything was okay until we started doing credit cards. Same thing. You take out a credit card. They create this balance on this card out of thin air and then charge you interest. So you try and pay it back, but then you have to take the interest and pay that back with that. But they just keep making more and charging more interest and blah, blah, blah. And eventually, it's going to come to a head. Okay? It's going to come to a head. The system is going to fail, and at that point, the public owns everything. There is no more private property, okay? I mean, Marxism, like the, the what's this, uh, 
in his book. What the heck? I can't even think. Oh, let's see if we can... Uh, if I can find it. I know one of the things, like one of the accomplishments of Marxism is to get rid of private property. Get rid of it. It's all public owned. Okay? And that works on a very small scale when you've got a very small tribe of people um, and you're relying on each other to, you know, stay alive because when you're literally completely on your own, you might survive, but if you're in trouble, you're in real big trouble. So we kind of need each other to kind of rely on, you know. But, like, you know, with things like anarchism, you're not going to expect other people. You have that, that respect so much so with the understanding that this is supposed to be voluntary. So, like, socialism and anarchism in a very, very tiny community could simultaneously work. You have the both of them kind of thing, and it works. It, they're very... It's an oxymoron to say they would both exist, but there's some components of both that could definitely coincide. They're so on the other end of the scale, on the extreme end of the scale, that it could work, but only some components. Okay. But this socialism, this Marxism, they want to completely get rid of all private property. And that's going to happen when you can't pay your bills because you're not making enough money anymore and you need to choose between groceries and your bills. Um, you're not able to buy a house anymore because the housing has been so inflated that you don't even scratch the surface of making a market trying to buy a mortgage or you get locked up. phone is screaming at me, so just a couple of minutes. Um, you get locked into a 25-year mortgage, a 50-year mortgage. There's some places on this planet that have 100-year mortgages. Holy smokes. You're never going to privately own that thing. Never. Not even in, like, not even in your wildest dreams. You're never going to privately own it, ever. Um, then you have all these components, and then we have the global grand solar minimum going on with massive crop failure. Everybody's freaking out about the climate because the climate is changing and our current economic practices, our current agricultural practices are not sustainable. We have destroyed the ground with our current agricultural practices. We, right, right now in Africa, there's locusts wiping out everything. There's locusts wiping out absolutely everything. You cannot sustain all these things and suddenly we lose absolutely everything but then the government comes out the, the well, I'm saying government the corporations come out and since they've all been creating these programs to make equality available across the globe they're going to come out looking like a white prince with solutions to the problems that they created in the first place and they're going to fix everything. And guess what? You got no choice. You got no choice but to acquiesce to these systems because you are so in so much trouble, you're going to die otherwise. Okay? It's not just you're in trouble, you're going to die. And the problem with this is, is they're also bringing in, like, you know, <clears throat> we'll get into the Bible here, like, micro and you know, the number of the beast in your forehead, in your hand, blah, blah, blah. You're not allowed to access this grocery store, unless you've got the a real ID that we said that you need, or you've got your vaccines. If you're not up to date on your vaccines, you no longer get, you know, um, uh, 
access to social housing, to food stamps, to anything. Like you're not even allowed to go to work no more because you don't have your vaccines and you don't have the numbers that we need to give you in order for you to be legit. You see where I'm going with this? They're going to be creating like giant public global um, public health systems in the name of safety. And they're going to do whatever they want to you in the name of safety. Okay, they don't even care about liability. This is all about safety. And if you are not on board, you are left behind. And you're about to die, and that's going to be it. Game over for you. Okay, that's what's got me on the hot seat, and that's what's got many others. We're not scared of the virus. We're scared of what's coming out of this Agenda 21. If you have not looked into it, look into it. Okay, you have to look into it. Okay, don't freak out or anything. We can turn this around. I mean, a pause. I mean, even in Wuhan right now, um, people are singing out their windows to boost morale. We are an incredible race on this planet. Okay, we are the human race. We are incredible. We anything that we put our minds to, we can make it happen. It might take time. We can make it happen. Okay, so this is not all doom and gloom. I have complete faith that if people are pushed to the brink, that they know enough is enough and they want change, they will make it happen. Okay. It's just a matter of how far are people willing to be pushed before they make that happen. So I'm going to end on this note because this phone is going to end. Um, this phone is going to die in about a minute here. But check it out. Be prepared. Be prepared. Okay. That's, that's all I'm asking is just this, this is all coming to a head. Agenda 21 is coming to a head. They already told us this was going to happen, and now they're making it happen. So if you did not heed the warning, get educated now. Okay, get educated now. Don't freak out, but get educated now because if you're stressed, your immune system is going to be low. You can't think, you can't deal with these things. Okay, we need a strong, logical, healthy people who are listening to our hearts and who know what's right, okay, to really make a change. And we can do that. I have full confidence that we can make it do it. The human condition is not great right now. I'm going to admit that. It's getting worse. But we can turn it around. It's not too late yet. All right, I'm going to head off here. Have a very happy Wednesday, and I will catch you guys again later. Have fun. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 